Oh, like the like it annually came up again? No, 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 no. Like the conversation. The, like Janice the, was talking about it. Yeah. Oh. Yes. Janice. I love her. I, I was indifferent. Janice. What did we end up calling her? Corey and I, for the life of us, could not remember what her name was she on the was way so back. Funny and I think we, 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 we deemed her Lucinda. Ah, uh, she, she looks like a Lucinda. Yeah, she's definitely that. Lucinda. Salud. We, are we recording? You know it. And it goes down the hatchet just like that. Hello, everybody. My name is Chibi. I'm Rooster. And this is After Two Tequila Shots, an opinion podcast where we talk about current events after taking two tequila shots. It is always unfiltered, uncensored, unmitigated by the government, unpredictable, unlocked, but always distilled. distilled. Let's go, people. Unpredictable. That was see, but that was unpredictable by not saying. That's right. Unpredictable. That's how we do it. Yeah, I, I've just learned to just volley, to just keep going back and forth until yeah. I get I run to say. Out of puns. But yeah. always. Yeah. <laughs> Which, to be clear, rooster never runs out of puns. Yeah, yeah. Uh, puns are, in my opinion, the highest form of comedy. The elite. You know, some people like uh, Burger King burgers that are all cheese. What can we say? You know? <laughs> Not in this household. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Chibi. I am a poet, performer, publisher, producer, and community organizer. And damn, I have something good. And now I completely forgot it. There's something that happened this weekend. Uh, and uh, I recorded a live show. Oh, yeah. We've been talking about that for a yeah, while. Yeah, it went well. It went really well. Big I ass crowd. Big ass crowd. Yeah. An involved crowd. They were very involved. Crowd was here for it. Totes. I have that effect on a crowd. And then uh, the sound and recording itself came out really good. So good. Wait a sec. One second. <laughs> yeah. You right? and I got there early. We sound checked it all and it all sounded great. And yeah. we were all like, yeah, okay, we're good to go. As soon as homie bartender got there, he just like looked at it all. And then he went and started pressing buttons on the soundboard, on their soundboard. And then as soon as the show started, me and Paul were like, why does it sound like roosters in a tin can? What mm. happened? Why does the sound sound so crappy? And I was like, I don't know. We sound checked it. He touched it. And then he comes over and he's like, oh, it's a fucking. Mm. I'm like, you fucked it up, friend. Yeah. It was ready to go. Yeah. But it was good. Cool. Uh, my name is Rooster. I'm a podcaster <laughs> uh, and drinker of tequila. And uh, this also segues into other things. Uh, something cool that happened to me yeah. is a good friend of mine, the homie Chris. Uh, graduated from nursing school and hey, all that. So, air horn that shit. We celebrated. That shit. Paisanos last night with the homies. Mm-hmm. That was fucking nice. And guess who we have in the pod today? We got, yeah. Introduce yourself, motherfucker. Oh, hey, yeah. Uh, I'm Chris. Uh, I've been on the podcast before. Yeah. Right. I haven't slept in a year. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> He's kind of currently tied with Caitlin as like most consistent podcast guest at two apiece. Yes, yes. So yeah, this is the true. race is on. But also, <laughs> Who else wants to come back? Yeah, but also with the homie Chris, we have... I'm Katie. I'm here. Yeah. That's, home- that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's it. She also has not slept in a year. That's correct. <laughs> yeah. That is very correct. Thank you for joining us here on After Two Tequila Shots. You were talking about before we started recording, it's a it's a Modelo and Tequila day? It's a very summer day, uh, like today. Like, it's just really hitting. And I think it started last night when we were at the homie Chris's Which, event. by the way, I'm glad you guys called it last night because I was feeling pretty tired. Oh, okay. And I was like, man, are we really about to go... And but you were the one who I thought was pushing it, so yeah. I felt bad. Yeah. Hey, look, no, 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 because I thought that that's what y'all wanted to no, do. No, see, so this, is, like, this is that elder millennial, see, we're getting old shit. Yeah, no, and... Because I was looking at my watch the remember, whole time. I'm, uh-huh. I'm 100% an introvert. Like, yeah, yeah. as stereotypical as that comes, like, you cancel yeah. plans on me, 
all day. So excited. That shit. Right. So. No, yeah. Because, like, I was, like, down at, like, 8.30. Yeah. And I was like, hey, we're going karaoke. And I was like, cool, let's go now. Yeah. And then it was, like, 9. And then it was 9.30. Then it was about 10. And then Who's Who's, the bar. Shout out to Who's Who's. Yes. Shout out to Great karaoke bar on a Saturday at 10 is popping. Yeah. And I just was like, yeah, no, this is going to suck. So (laughs) we hit him with the, hey, Chris, uh, get on the pod tomorrow. We'll drink tomorrow. We'll drink tomorrow and then go karaoke. Yeah, no, you can ask, like. I was like, thank fucking God. <laughs> he, was like, he was out within like 30 minutes. I was like, because this is not like, I, I was sitting there trying to like, because like, you know, I was taking photos of people, which I yeah. I, I don't take photos. But I don't the bandwidth is only so big, you know? You like, weren't yeah, taking photos. Social, Your yeah. mother was taking photos of you. True, with my mother people. was taking photos. Yeah. yeah you were not trying to capture the moment. But like, that's the thing. Like, if it was up to me, I wouldn't have gone to the ceremony. Like, you know, I was just satisfied with doing the thing that I had to do. We got yeah. it done. Cool. But you know what? I'll, I'll, you know. Yeah, it's the least you could do for for a free dinner. Exactly. You know, take yeah. photos with with family members. And what a dinner, bro! That shit was great. It was, it was really good. It was I fun. Really enjoyed it. It Shout, was fun. Shout out to yeah. Paisano sixteen oh four. You yeah. know, it's a nice little event space, little banquet space. She's yeah, they, have, they have multiple rooms, so yeah. there, was, there was other events going on. I didn't, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. good. Good shit. I was just glad that y'all came. Period. So that was it was a fun night. Like, but I I'd been at the ceremony space since seven a.m. Yeah. Which wild story I told Rooster is they did not have my name on the catalog. Yeah. Oh wow. So it they did not a... order my degree. Oh no. Yeah. So so my literal nightmare has always been like being at a ceremony of some kind and being like next in line to be called and like this line you can visibly see all these people yeah, yeah, yeah and then like they don't call my name and then like the person behind me goes and like kind of nudges me in the shoulder <laughs> like, you know, and just like walks by like oh they call the next call person you. you know and so it, a form of that happened yesterday in real life and it was kind of weird for me because it was like n- not on the roster uh-huh no diploma uh-huh but i've already registered for all the board exams that I need to so like obviously I did you completed pass and graduate the, courses, the program. Yes. But it was just like they were like, yeah, no, it was just a mistake on our end. I was like, this is my literal nightmare. <laughs> well, then, we're happy that you did graduate. Yeah. Uh, and you made it through and you can now join the hundreds of thousands of other nurses that hate their lives. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I felt like I was already there. So You don't have to do hand signs. You can talk. Oh, <laughs> oh no, no, no. No, I'm, I'm, I'm good, yeah. Because our no. listeners can't see your hand signs. That is true. <laughs> Enjoy the rest of your life wiping asses and explaining to people basic facts that you did not know people did not know. Yeah, people just show me their it's leg. It's like, wait, that'll like, kill you? Like, yes, it will. Drinking poison will kill you. People My just favorite me their was leg, the like, patient that was like, can I drink alcohol to increase my sodium level? No, sir, that's actually how you ended up here. Please, <laughs> please don't do that. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you know, you have an alcoholic problem. <laughs> yeah. Every nurse in America looked at the Tide Pod Challenge and was like, fuck. what the fuck? Right. There that's go the gotta next, suck to be the next three weeks yeah. of my life <laughs> to see certain challenges and then yeah I'm sure that happens on a regular basis yeah like fuck they're putting ice picks in their balls <laughs> yeah. no there's been some crazy challenges I've seen lately I can't think of one but there was 
one that was happening recently was like you were all about the grimace challenge oh, that shit, that was my shit we, we were talking about it last week yeah. but yeah but he he was the one who was just just like bombing because here's the thing about the homie chris i'm the like like reels instagram bomb friends friend like i'm just sending like them motherfuckers like all day uh-huh. and like you know sometimes it's like haha you know whatever da, da, da. like but then like for him to turn it around and now he's like bombing me with like grimace shit i was like oh yeah the homie chris really likes this this is where yeah. it's at Speaking of drinking shit, what are we drinking today, Rooster? Oh, you, about you this? tell them. You tell them. You tell them. You're the one who's been looking for it. I mean, I've been looking at it. So, all right, I guess I'll do it. Yes. So, you check it out. It. So, shout out to the homie J Dreams, uh, who had recommended this Wednesday at your show. I uh, was like, hey, I've tried this tequila. He tried the Blanco version, but this okay. is Don Cosme tequila. Cosme. It's got, it's got a, 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 a little wheat, wheat. What, what's that dog called? A wheat. This is a chihuahua. Oh, it's a chihuahua. Yeah, this ain't. No. Just kidding. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's actually just, a wheat cha cha. <laughs> but it, they have decorated it in that, you know, traditional or not it's not traditional now anymore. This is just Mexican deco. Y- you can see bones. Yeah, you see some bones, <laughs> you see some like looks like earthen Don Cosme. Uh there's a uh, looks like pan dulce, looks like caramelos, a tomato or you know shirt. Sure, that that tracks. Um but uh, what do we know about Don Cosme? It's made in Jalisco, Mexico, As fermented is, forty-eight mm-hmm. to sixty hours, oh. aged two months, pot distilled. Uh, da, 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 da. Unique notes and aromas of our handcrafted tequilas, uh, such as they don't say. They don't say. They just I, start giving us all this. I'll say the jokes. sweetness. It's very sweet forward. Really, you think so? I think so. That that was what I got. Katie's nodding. Yeah, no, and I don't drink tequila. It it goes down nice. It it's, goes down nice. It and goes down more like a bourbon mm, than yeah. it does like a tequila. Mm. I would say so. But I got like candy. Like it, was, it tasted like candy. Like that first shot, I was like, wow, caramel. that is, yes. Very caramelly. Yes, very much so. I, I ain't mad at it. Actually, no, I would rock for that. 39 bucks. Oh, okay. That's the liter or that's a 750? 750. That's a 750. Okay. Yeah. On the upper mid. Can Price we discuss range. why the Chihuahua is wearing a Batman mask, though? Because he's wearing a Batman mask. <laughs> it does very much and appear that important. way, yeah. Well, Chihuahuas look like they could be Batman <laughs> if you put a mask on them. Yeah. Those big old pointy ears. <laughs> They're whining and entitled. <laughs> uh, so, okay. we Batty Cueva. We, we condone. Katie, I would, would, yeah, thumbs up for me. Thumbs up, Katie. Yeah, no, it was, it was, it was smooth. I'm going to reiterate from the last time I was on the podcast. It does the thing that I needed to do. Get you the warnings. I don't have a a refined palate that way. (laughs) So it tastes like every tequila I've ever tasted. Okay. And so... Yeah, there's a reason we bring the you one on thing this it podcast. does really well. <laughs> I am down yeah. with the wechacha tequila that we are drinking right now. The one thing it does that I really appreciate that I struggle with with tequila, especially hanging out with you, Chibs, uh-huh. it, because you're always like, "Let's do the tequila shots," and I'm like, "Fuck," um, <laughs> is that like when you get the burps uh-huh. and then you get that extra ether taste uh, back in it, your mouth? Yeah, yeah. The, the burps for this, it's just like caramel. Yeah, it's nice. It's super it's sweet. Yeah. It's super sweet. So Versus like what a casket. Burp? Like, yeah. the, 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 the burn? Like, the, the burn burp. Okay. Yeah. You know the burn burp. I don't mm. I do not do the tequila. I do yeah. I do the Jameson. They're well, like yeah. very no, Irish. Yeah, yeah. Look at me. Yeah. Look. Jameson's a good example because you get that like that like quick burst of like oh, almost like rubbing alcohol sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I mean. That's the burn burp. That's, the, that's what I'm All saying. Right. Yeah. And then with tequila, it, it comes as this almost, it's the agave. It's like this ether, like alcohol, and it's very floral. And for some reason with me, it's very overpowering, unlike with whiskeys. Where it's like I can take it, I'm like, 
oh yeah, it's because it's alcohol. Great. Uh -huh. Yeah, this is just like, did I eat a plant? <laughs> yeah, she's fine. She's but she's fine. real good. I, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb. I'm gonna go better than fine. I'm gonna say go get you some Don Cosme. If yeah, you, if, if you, you want forty dollar bottle and in, in the bottle looks really cute. So if you show up, you to got a, a place dinner party with, with that yeah. shit. Yeah. People yeah. Are gonna be like, ooh, that looks fancy. Yeah. Real quick. Can we just shout out to the Filipino restaurant Sadi Sadi oh, real quick? Because we yes. just came from there. Oh, okay. that's a dope place. Yeah, dude, that shit was no the badass. the kitchen or it's a Sadi Sadi Kitchen Club or some shit like that. Like yeah, yeah supper, club. Like that. supper club. That's and what it's it got is. like the little yeah. like bakery slash market and then also we the gotta tag restaurant? them in the pod because fuck yeah and Sadi Sadi so okay. fucking good. Yeah, we yeah. gotta yeah. do some Sadi Sadi. Are you big on Filipino food? I don't know. So okay. we have not worked with the Filipino Mafia. So part of working in nursing <laughs> is working with the Filipino Mafia, which mm. bless them. Um, yes. And they, they, they would bribe me with Pancit. And Pancit Shout is out to the, the homie shit. Lori. Yeah. Uh-huh. But yeah, Pancit is bomb. Lumpias? Lumpias oh, all day, every day. I, yeah. I, I, I stuck a ra like radioactively hot lumpia in my mouth. Because <laughs> I can't wait for my food to cool down. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the, the pork adobo and the oh, chicken Pancit yeah. were... Phenomenal. Okay. So, like, are you familiar with Filipino food? Uh, not really. Uh, not really. I'm it's, not it's of, interesting. Like, it's, it's 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 like it's it's that Asian. And I know they have they, they, they have putos. Yes, they do have putos. Yes, which is that hilarious thing. Which yeah. are not the putos that we have. In we Mexico. have different putos. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Their putos are their yummy. putos are delicious. And yes. you know what? So are ours. Yeah. I... Yeah. Our putos. Yeah. A lot of attitude. <laughs> Uh, we should get into the news recaps, or we're just gonna hang all day. No, because there's so much to talk about, y'all. So uh, this is our major news event recap of the week. So much. Okay, so we gotta start by taking a page out of our other podcast. We gotta pause and rewind. Yeah, okay. Because we took some hard stances on the Jonah Hill thing last week. Uh huh. And that was only with like. 30% of the text messages the that had come out. The bare minimum of so information. So we're like, you know what? Leave Jonah Hill alone, okay? <laughs> Fuck Jonah Hill. We're like, Fuck yeah. Jonah Hill. Yeah, but to, at the time, to, to at the use time, the right yeah. pronouns, y'all were like, leave Jonah I was like, I don't have an opinion oh, on yeah, this. Oh, yeah, you were like, I just learned about it, like, before the pod. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, so I was like, nah, like, fucking Jonah needs to be let, you know, uncorked and just, like, let him do his thing. So, and but, then the rest of the text messages dropped. Yeah, so we felt it important that before this podcast yeah. gets canceled, even though that was the name of the last episode, like, like this podcast is going to get us canceled. Uh, we we need it. We we need to update our position. Yeah, I mean, I still say twenty five year olds should not have committed relationships. Uh, you know what? You're not wrong there. Yeah, you either do it before or after. Before but, or after twenty five. Yeah, that yeah, yeah. Do you like your your like trial relationships? So like you either pre can not have a frontal lobe developed and start a relationship, or you could be like, now that I have a frontal totally. lobe developed, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah. Rock out. You know, yeah, yeah. Do, do that like college relationships where like you know oh, it's not on. forever. Can, can I just ask who's twenty five in this scenario? The is there somebody? The girl. The girl is not twenty five. The girl. The girl is twenty five. Yeah, yeah. Jonah Hill is thirty nine. Oh, yeah. Okay. And I, yeah, yeah. I feel. I feel like okay. There's there's a severe. Let's also discuss that age gap. <laughs> it's not even the age gap. It's just like a different era of growing up. A, a different de de developmental yeah. state. Yeah, because like because like our our relationship like because I'm 33. My relationship with the internet is not the same as like someone who's 22's relationship. That's not with relevant the to the text messages. It's, it's not. not. Nah. From from what I saw on the, t I didn't see a lot. 
Like yeah. I'm, I'm going to this as blind as you guys are, pretty much. But, like, <laughs> but that's why I hear her. Just like talking shit. There was something shit, to do with like it pictures has, that she was posting. Yeah, it had something to do he was with, really like, policing her. her. He was policing her, policing her social and, media, and, 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 and her. Thing, and and like sort of again pushing like he was pushing this narrative of like be more modest for my taste, but then kind of using therapy speak of like that's my boundary. If you can't like be happy, like. Not dressing a certain way, not having certain friends. Then you can't be with then me. You, yeah, we can't be together, and that's fine. Shine on, girlfriend. Yeah. Go. No, no, no. He's but that a was wrong. Raging fucking narcissist <laughs> who used therapy speak to be a narcissist. Like that's the problem. Like you can be like, hey, this makes me uncomfortable. But like the fact that you're like, I go to therapy all the time. In fact, I have made an entire documentary about therapy. Mm-hmm. My therapy no, big, is big my bars. whole personality. <laughs> yeah. And yet here I am being a raging narcissist, sexist piece of shit. Yeah. Like, no. The no, one other, the other, the big other like kind of pin for me was going to couples therapy. And I think they had only been together for like maybe a year. Uh-huh. And they'd be going to couples therapy for four months. And my stance on that was like, no, you need to break up. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. For, like become a seasoned vet in the relationship game <laughs> before you go to fucking couples therapy. Why can't it just be over at that point? That's what yeah. I'm saying. Like, yeah. why, why, like, why, what I'm saying. why do you have to that's go to point. like a and fuck therapist Jonah Hill, he fucked and up. like have someone, yeah. like a third party try to work it out between you and the other person? Obviously, if it's, it's that young working. in the relationship, it's not four working. Months. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, four months. Four months. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, God. I mean, if they were together yeah. a year, they get they're going to therapy. Why, why therapy are we for six months. about this? Because no, yeah, the text right. messages were that mad. The, they were that bad. You're you can't hang out with unstable women. Like what? Twenty-five-year-old. I still blame twenty-five-year-old. Because I would say the same thing for twenty-five-year-old dude. No, I would say the same thing for a twenty-five-year-old dude. I'd be like, bro, you're because when I was twenty-five, my friends, <laughs> fucking. If any person I was dating, especially if they were older than me, was like, yo, your friends at twenty-five, mm, questionable. You're yes. like, yeah, they are. And I'm, yeah, <laughs> like this is how we just roll. And it's like, I see you, I hear you, I take it in, but at the same time, I'm twenty-five, uh-huh. I'm wrecking shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also, let's discuss. She's a surfer, like. That's her profession. Yeah. Like, don't post photos in a bathing suit. Don't surf with men. Like, if as if as a nurse, you were like, don't work with male co-workers. Bitch, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, no. Mm-mm. Fuck. Fuck, Mm-mm. fuck you. That, 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 a lot of that stuff she doesn't have control over. Yeah, you, can, you can't. It's- well, no, a little bit of control. Because if you're dating Jonah Hill, that motherfucker's got enough money. You don't have to t- surf again. You don't have to ever see the ocean. If you would like to be no, 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 controlled by that. a narcissist piece of shit. Yeah. Some people do, though. Like, I hear you, and I'm not saying that he's right. I'm saying, like, if Martha Stewart caught me at 25 and was like, <laughs> cut, your, <laughs> cut your shit. Yeah. I don't want you to stop going to strip yeah. clubs. Yeah. You'd be like, okay. Yeah, I'd be like, done, Ma. Like, <laughs> no, but, I'm yours. Like, but that's like, me, though. But that's, and again, I totally understand. That's me, though. That was you at 25. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but also, like, let's discuss the allowance. Like, what's my allowance? Exactly. Let's yeah. discuss financial abuse, because yeah. that's what y'all are basically no, no. implying. She should just <laughs> enter into a relationship where she will be financially abused. We're not saying... He's not, look, I'm not saying any of this, actually, to be clear there. Yeah. He's not saying she should. He's saying he would have with Martha Stewart. With Martha Stewart. Which, you know what? I would, too. Let's be right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, let's talk about actors hey, that Martha, we Martha, if you're listening. Yeah. yeah. Always welcome on the bottom line. I see you. Yeah. Speaking of actors that, uh, let's talk about actors that we and are in work, favor for. Bad work environments. Yeah. In bad environments and that we are in favor uh, for and aligned with the Hollywood actors are of uh, the SAG. Af- I'm never gonna get Aftra. this. Aftra. 
after him. I think it's after. I'm I never going to get this so right. So that was it. The SAG Hollywood actors are officially on strike along with the writers of Hollywood. We're just going to give that a little applause because don't just like this young woman whose name escapes me at the moment. Don't be, Don't stay in an abusive relationship. Straight up. Okay. Don't stay in an abusive relationship. Walk away. And wherein it seems like we talked about this when we talked about it the last time. Wherein the abuse seems to be happening is in the AI of yeah, it all. That's all it is. Um, so do we know the terms? Just, like, do you know that that their their proposal as the studio was yes. to basically. I should be able to record your likeness in your mm-hmm. voice once mm-hmm. and then use it and pay you indefinitely. Once. Yes. Specifically for the, the extras. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, one of the things that kind of like infuriated me on social media was somebody that posted a, a thread. This was on threads now. Hey. Uh, saying like, what kind of like distorted reality are we living in that now, you know, like we're cheering on the top 5% that are in competition with the top 1%. And it's like, no, not all Hollywood actors. This doesn't, this is not about Meryl Streep. Okay. Meryl yeah, Streep. getting worse. There, there's an actor who came out in defense of the writer's strike. And yeah, well, we know yeah. who Scott Bayo is. And fucking, <laughs> no, he didn't come, no, 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 but, no, no, but no, what no. I'm saying, what I'm saying. Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Yeah. Ron, yes. Ron, Ron Perlman wasn't in favor or he was in favor of the writer's strike. That's yes. what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And but you that's why this is not, Hellboy. this Hellboy is not about you up. this. These, these contracts are not necessarily about Meryl Streep or Ron Perlman, you know, like, yes, they've come out, you know, in favor of the strike and renegotiating the contracts, but these contracts affect stunt people. It affects extras. It affects body doubles. It affects all these people that are living in fucking perpetuity. movie to movie, you know, gig to gig. Mm-hmm. They, these, this is not the type 5% ma who made that thread mm-hmm. like this is a bunch of actors that are literally going to be homeless in the next month did you see the article that yeah. uh, about the orange is new black class where they were all like still working as waitresses mm-hmm. they were still living in like horrible conditions Talk your shit. yeah no like it was bad um also unrelated unre- uh, unrelated can Adjacent. we all talk about the fact that fran fine is apparently the bro. president the president if yes the, if the nanny is yelling at you yeah like you bro better fucking listen yeah. better fucking listen so this is a uh, you know to put it into context this is the first time that the actors and the writers are on strike at the same time since the 1960s back when ronald reagan was the president not of the united states nope of the screen the actors guild mm-hmm. yeah he was the president he was the one that organized this strike yeah. you know better times uh, and at the time, the conflict was uh, about residuals for Television. TV shows. Now mm-hmm. the TV had become a new medium. So now it is streaming, and that is the big thing. It's like actors need to be able to earn a living wage based off of the residuals from TV shows that go on to make Netflix you and you know, like Hulu. Yeah, yeah, blow up and make their CEOs. Mm-hmm. Because that's that's also the big like slap in the face to all the actors is like CEOs being like, we just can't afford to pay people. It's like, but you're making twenty seven million dollars a year. It's also why HBO Max changed to a new app. That's just Max. Just it's so that they could they didn't have to pay residuals. Wow. That's the whole reason. In perpetuity is so one of those are we canceling contract subscriptions? Is Fuck, that what no, doing? we're not. No. <laughs> I'm just asking. Like, I, don't no, know. No, no, yeah. I don't have a life. I go to work and I go home. I will, and I will watch leave. Max. <laughs> <laughs> and also Evil Dead Rises on there right now. Yeah. 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 Um, it, it's also this complicated thing where I feel like, unlike with television, where you still had a medium of major conglo- conglomerate control, Netflix and streaming has sort of turned 
all this on its head where now it's subscription based. It's all like it's it's this thing where you can watch Seinfeld 90 million times, mm -hmm. but it's not like if it was played 90 million times on TBS, even though it was mm -hmm. back in the late 2000s uh, or early 2000s. Um, so that's where it gets complicated because it's like, how do you pay people when we're we've entered this new medium, even Spotify, the music industry, it's all fucked, man, mm -hmm. because it's yeah. like, how do you pay for for streams? We're poets who have shit on YouTube that have hundreds of thousands or if not more views on some shit. Mm -hmm. I ain't never seen a fucking dime. No. But at the same time, it's like it, that's where it all it, 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 I, I'm not saying that to say like I'm pro fucking the producers of any of this. But I'm saying that I think that we've really clearly entered this new space that we have not even begun to unpack. But well, that's where I'm saying that like. They're not even trying to find some sort of like actual middle ground mm -hmm. because like if they were, then like okay, well maybe Netflix needs to reevaluate how it it does what its business model looks like, so that yeah. Netflix can pay its actors what they should be doing. But oh, they can, they just won't. They won't exactly. They're not even trying. Well, and the whole point is that we're going into. <laughs> I mean, because it's not just the fucking Hollywood and streaming and acting. It's like, we are going into a new generation where we're, there's a lot of shit that you can do via AI. Mm -hmm. And like, we're not talking about how are we going to renegotiate this as a society. And we're also deciding that like, it's okay. We're just in late stage capitalism. It's okay. Yeah, to exactly. Just let people fucking we cheapen, starve. We the, cheapen everything in late stage capitalism. The whole system is imploding. Yeah. yeah. And I'm here for it. You know what else is imploding? Florida. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good. And, Good. And unfortunately, because Florida is uh, inevitably going to be underwater, uh, there are certain businesses that decided that we're no longer doing business in Florida, specifically insurance companies. I think the one in the headline that you brought was State Farm. State, no, Farmers. Farmers, yeah. Farmers. Right. The word farm was in it. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> we are farmers. Uh, so farmers insurance is no longer offering insurance in the state of Florida. So uh, this is important. Okay. For, you go and then I have shit. Because so I was learning about this in 2006-ish, 7, 8 when I was working work in insurance. insurance. Yeah. And this was something I didn't know where like we sell home insurance. But when you sell home insurance, flood insurance is separate. Yes. So for anyone who doesn't know. Living because, in Houston taught us that. Yes. Right. <laughs> I have many opinions. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yeah. We're hey, going to we, we would love to talk about insurance. <laughs> no, no, yeah. We're going we're gonna to let everybody cook on this. Yeah. But for the listener, because we also are of a generation where many people aren't homeowners. Mm -hmm. So it's like apartment people may not know, like, well, what's the big deal? This is why. Um, so you buy your home insurance in case of fire, catastrophe, blah, 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 flood, not covered. Why? Because it's a different type of natural disaster, et cetera, et cetera. You can buy separate flood insurance. In the state of Florida, however, there is no insurance and farmers was like the only one there. Florida, Floridians had to buy government, like essentially government Sub insurance. Uh -huh. um, but the rates of that are going higher and higher. And this was back in 08-ish. Why are they going higher and higher? Because Florida's sinking. It's falling into the ocean. Like they knew this back then. Insurance knew. The Miami uh, apartment complex had just collapsed into the fucking dust and people died, unfortunately. Like all this has been predicated way, way back. Then the hurricanes are getting worse and worse. And so now it's at this interesting state where where Florida insurance is skyrocketing. And now it's like the cost of living is too high. Like, but you also talk about things like economic uh oppression where there's just people who can't afford to pay it but also can't afford to move anywhere else mm. environmental gentrification exactly. exactly so cook 
So, like, this is where we're speaking about broken systems, mm-hmm. you know, and things that are just complete scams. Like, talk about a motherfucking grifter is the insurance companies. Oh, 1,000%. Uh, recently, recently, we had Geico Insurance for our car insurance for, for a hot minute. Fuck Geico. <laughs> Fuck Geico. I'm still and, on them. I love you. <laughs> and, uh, and then out of nowhere, Geico sent us a message. And when I say us, it was like, it's, it's a family. It yeah. was, the whole family was on it, right? It was because the more you have, the more yeah, percentage yeah. they give you, whatever. So the whole family was on it. And so, like, Geico sent us a letter being like, we will no longer be able to continue to be your insurance provider because you've had too many claims. So insurance. As a unit. Yeah. The Ordunias be hitting cars. No. Ordunias okay. be replacing their windshields because fucking pebbles <laughs> hit their windshields. Oh, you do the, you go through the insurance for that? You know, there was that. I'm learning so much about you. I mean, we did, we, did, we did have a couple of cars get broken into oh, and yeah, we yeah, did yeah, have yeah. an accident. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, but... It was one of those things where, like, you've had too many claims. We're no longer going to cover you. You out. And it's like, but that's the whole point of having insurance. So you tell us you have to have insurance so that if something happens, you make a claim and we'll cover you. But yeah. if you make a claim, we're no longer going to cover it's you. Totally, yeah. It's the a antithesis. fucking scam. Mm-hmm. And I haven't had an accident in five years. And the last one was not my fault. They doubled my insurance. Yeah. When I left them. I was like, I'm not paying $500 when I've never had an accident that Same. is my fault. What yeah. the fuck? The accident that that we had was not our fault. Right. It was somebody else running a red light. Because they're not in the business of like helping people like people think. No, they're not. They're, they're in, in the, the business, business of, of taking your money. Yeah, your money on a monthly basis and paying out as little as possible. Exactly. So, that they so, keep the so majority. funny thing is, I was actually just talking to my dad about this this morning because I was talking about. Um, it was funny. We were talking about my brother's dog, but it ended up coming. <laughs> it, it ended up coming back to like my my patients. You know, and a lot of the times. When I when I lose patients and stuff, it's because like they have a condition that's very obvious and needs immediate attention. But in order for the insurance companies to cover it, the doctors have to go through a series of tests Te- to yes. verify. You, the doctors know. Yes. A lot of times, the doctors, the nurses, will tell you right out the gate, like this is the issue. But they have to go through a process in order for the insurance companies to, like, cover it. A not medically accurate process. I work oncology. The amount of time I spend yelling at insurance companies is insane, which, by the way, is not my job. I just would like for my patients to not die of cancer. Exactly. Yeah, and and a lot of the times these patients, by the time we get through all these tests, by the time we actually get the procedure that they need, the emergent procedure that they need to get scheduled, they do not make it. Mm -hmm. They do not make it that far. Yeah. And it is... It is horrifying. It, like, it is just like, it, it kills me sometimes because it's like, I know what's wrong. The doctor knows what's wrong, but we have to push it back two weeks because we have to do all these tests to prove to the insurance yeah. companies who are not medical professionals at all, uh-huh. at all. I just, I just had a thing with, with my health insurance where like the doctor was prescribing me something for my acid reflux and the insurance was like, we're not going to cover that medicine and we won't cover it until you try these four medicines first. And if those Very four common. don't work, then we'll Very cover the next one, right? So like, he, I just had a random thought of how we can use evil for good. <laughs> <laughs> Drop it. So Drop it. Up. All right. So we're in, I think the insurance companies should start lobbying uh the the United States government is to the same way that we require everyone that owns a car to have car insurance mm-hmm. we should require everyone that owns a gun to have gun insurance oh, no, that's a whole thing yeah 
That's a whole conversation that's been happening for a long and time. And gun insurance should be required, mm-hmm. and not. And I think that will that it's will liability kill, insurance that will kill two industries really quickly. No, for sure, maybe. No, no, no. It won't. It will not. <laughs> it won't kill the that insurance would be industry, great, but it it will not. Yeah, it would boost the insurance industry because they would love to have it. They've been pushing it uh-huh. somewhat, but the gun lobby—they're the ones who hate that because it, in 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 insurance terms. The fact that liability insurance well, doesn't exist for guns makes so much sense. Well, then that's where, like, you, yeah. that's where I think you know, like, if we want to maybe minimize the amount of guns that are out in no, the world, totally. you know, like that would not in this country the amount of guns there. Liability I mean, insurance on guns for sure. Yes. It wouldn't. It I like it wouldn't. It, the the ease with which you can get basic liability insurance mm-hmm. would not deter the person that's like you know what. I want to get an AK. They're going to pay the $20 for the lemonade insurance that covers. Well, Until the insurance companies decide, like, you know what, friend? You have too many. You have more than one gun. We're going to charge you $200 no, no. a month. Yeah, yeah. The thing is, is, like, there's so many guns that are unaccounted for. Like mm-hmm. it's, that's well, but see, well, if nah. you have uninsured guns, it's the same thing as if you have an uninsured car. Mm-hmm. So, but we I, all live in San Antonio. We know not yeah, having yeah. insurance. Yeah. 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 That's true. Too. That's true We've too. seen the paper plates for two or three years. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, actually, you know. I'm, I, well, I was gonna say something. But I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're gonna more moments. To get oh, back sorry, to the, the topic of flood insurance, yes, though, yeah. yeah. So I'm from Louisiana. Um, Y'all are sinking too. You need to be clear that also with flood insurance, most of so all of my family lives in Cameron County, which was hit very hard by Katrina, and all of them were denied their flood insurance because what the insurance company said was the wind brought the water in. Yeah. Um, so as Florida is just now getting pulled out, but actually in Louisiana, most companies have not given any sort of flood insurance since Katrina. Mm. And definitely since the last hurricane that hit Lake Charles, which is where all my family moved, they don't have flood insurance. And the flood insurance they do have is so confusing. Um, even if it does say on paper that you have flood insurance, they're not actually covering hurricane flood insurance. Mm-hmm. When they say flood insurance, they mean did a pipe break, yeah. something like that. They are not covering hurricanes. Just like rain storms. falling mm-hmm. from the sky, regular rain. Yeah, and what you also have to understand about people that live on the Gulf Coast, and I get San Antonio technically is in Texas, but like people from the Gulf Coast, so within 100 miles of the coast, they're not fucking leaving, mm-hmm. not ever. So by doing this, you basically ensure the continued poverty of these people um, most of my family are fucking shrimpers, oil and gas. Like they, they, their families, like my family died. They lost their livelihood. They lost their restaurants. They lost their shrimp boats. Um, none of these things were covered. And at that time in 2005, when Katrina hit, they had flood insurance, mm. quote unquote. Mm-hmm. So, it, so should, should the insurance companies be regulated in a way and be held to certain oh, responsibilities? Fuck them. Oh. Fuck them. <laughs> should they be saying. regulated mm-hmm. in what? Be right. held to certain responsibilities as far as their coverage goes. So this is why universal health coverage in certain capacities makes sense. Like especially like for the coastal areas of the of everywhere in the United States. Like there really shouldn't be a question of like. So you're saying if a natural disaster happens, if a flood happens, if a hurricane happens, whatever. I'm the, yeah, that I can't. I'm just out. Shit's Creek, and, and I'm done. The the coverage is FEMA, which there's it, a reason the why you say yep. fuck FEMA. And like mm-hmm. I have I have friends that have fuck FEMA tattoos. Like no, it's that sure. serious. They kill mm-hmm. people with FEMA. It's this. It's oh, I'm making a like small inch difference. Um, than like the insurance because FEMA is also trying to not cover people, but they're doing it because they're trying to prevent 
like fraudulent claims, which so they say. Well, no, 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 because <laughs> you're right. The, the people who don't, who actually need it, need it, yeah. and they're not getting it because there's also people who didn't need it, who usually are affluent, well to do. Shit was fine in the first place. Taking like chingos of they don't actually of, live there. They own a property yeah, there. Right. Well, there, was, yeah. there was really good studies um, done about post Harvey, and so when you're looking at mm-hmm. for those of you that aren't from the Houston area, there's cities like Missouri City, which are usually self-contained communities. They're very very affluent. And what you were finding was on a block. A lot of those people did make mm-hmm. claims or got FEMA insurance and they were doing really well. And maybe someone three doors down from them was not doing well. But because they live in these affluent commun- communities, they were not asking for the help they need. So mm-hmm. they did a study that was like one to two years out. And these people were bankrupt because they had black mold in their house. They did not get the repairs they needed. It mm-hmm. was not covered by insurance because it was brought in by the wind. Health concerns mm-hmm. afterwards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and that's not even in, like including all of the mental health help people mm-hmm. needed. Like yeah. you were there for Harvey, right? Uh, we had literally moved out of Houston like three months before so Harvey So I hit. was there for three Harvey. Three months after. It hit. was some I fuck remember, shit. Yeah. Yeah. It, was, it was traumatizing. Like I watched our apartment complex become an island. Luckily, five of us that were all friends live there. All of us that were nurses then had to go in and take care of all of these people who were maybe sitting in two inches, three inches, a foot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, there are our fire ant um, floating little islands that mm-hmm. will attack you. It, it was it was bad. So when you're talking about Florida not being covered by insurance, it's not necessarily just home insurance or car insurance. I mean, when I was in Houston, I lost three cars, but not just that. Like I used to love storms and now I have severe storm anxiety. Mm-hmm. I have severe flood anxiety. So it's not just the the home insurance, but all of the things that go mm-hmm. along with flooding that are yeah. not covered by any insurance. My, my sister is the regional director for Texas Housers for the southeast of Texas. And so, like, she's still, to today, are living in broken homes from Harvey because they haven't gotten their FEMA checks. They haven't been able to, like, get the help that they need to yeah. recover from a storm yeah. from, like, seven, eight years ago. Yeah, and Maria that hit... God, I hope it's Maria. I think it's Maria. Two mm-hmm. hit Lake Charles pretty closely. I think the last one was Maria... Um, I have an aunt that's like the only person in downtown Lake Charles. And there are severe mold, severe mm-hmm. rat infestations mm-hmm. because nobody's in those houses. And there's no coverage for that. And your grandma had to rebuild her house entirely. Right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I lost all of my dead stepfather's shit because a fucking tree went through his bedroom. Like all, all of our family heirlooms are gone. I have nothing from him. Mm-hmm. And th- a lot of that stuff would be considered valuable. And insurance covered none of that. Nothing. Yeah, no, because it's a broken system. Next topic. Next <laughs> next topic of broken systems. This is uh, uh, corporate real estate. But this this uh, actually brings me a little bit of joy, just a little bit. Let's uh, see. <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck yeah. them. So uh, since the pandemic, I think we're we're all aware that uh, when the lockdown went into play, many people started working from started home. working from home, and remote work became a thing. And as the world started to open back up again, little by little, many people were like, yeah, no, we're not going back. Yeah, why we've, would you? we've proven we can do this from home. Not only have they proven that they can do it from home, but people are often more productive. More productive, when they're happier, home. fitter, more Don't productive, a pig in a cage on antibiotics. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. but a, lot of, a lot of corporations are trying to be, bring people back to the office because they feel like they need to justify. You no, know. they want the money from, from the real estate. Whatever. 
Well, rich people own buildings and they need people in those buildings or those what used to be safe bets are no longer safe bets. And so that's what's happening is like the remote work is killing corporate real estate because a lot of these buildings are now losing value so much. A lot of these areas are losing value. They're losing revenue because like also a lot of people aren't renewing their leases because they're like, well, we no longer need this office space. Everybody works from home and corporate real estate is going down, 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 like a merry-go-round. I'll say this. uh, You work from home. I do. 100% remote job. Love it. Would you do this same job if it was in an office? Absolutely not. Okay. No. I could do my job from home. And Mm. I work as a nurse. Mm -hmm. And, like, I could do my job from home. Now, I do like being in in the hospital. But it's mostly because I enjoy jumping in to do other people's jobs and do Mm. patient care. Mm. But my job could be done from home. I'm not allowed to do my job from home. I have an alternate opinion. Mm. Because I'm the type of person that I, I have to tune into my environment. Mm-hmm. So like during the pandemic, like a lot of people were working out at home. I can't work out at home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I have to be in a gym setting. Yeah. Same thing with work. I can't really work from home. I can't do school from home. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I, 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 re- I really need to tune into the environment in order for me to be productive in that environment. And that's why spaces like but we that, work that's exist. Very, I was about know. to say, so there's spaces that can be rented for people that can't do it. I honestly yeah. am so fucking introverted and I would really be a much more productive employee, especially for my actual job description, which is figuring out systems um, within my institution to like make it more efficient. I do a lot of chart audits. I do a lot of things like that. Everything I do theoretically could be done on a computer. And if I didn't have someone walking into my office to tell me shit, I don't need to know Mm -hmm. every five minutes, I would do much more. work. I also answered your question, Rooster, you know, with the luxury of I live in San Antonio and I have a, a room that is my office, right? Versus, you know, some of my coworkers, they live in New York City. Yeah. And probably in an apartment that does not have a room Feel sorry for you. that uh, could be your office, right? And so they do, the, they they have a WeWork space in New York City that yeah. they go to yeah. to go get the, sometimes they're at home, sometimes they're in the WeWork space, um, but because they don't have a dedicated office space, right? You know, again, kind of like to your point, Chris, uh, in terms of like, you need to be in that like kind of like environment mentality. Like when I walk into into this room, it's work time. Right. And then as soon as I'm done, I walk out this room, I close the door and it's no longer work time. Here's a question. How do you feel? And well, two questions. First question for both of y'all. Have you ever worked in like office, clerical or whatever type environments before? Yes. Okay. cool, cool, cool. So then y'all. Okay. cool. Um, My question is, how much does office culture, quote unquote, actually matter why don't you ask your wife that because she seems to love office space no. oh <laughs> office space yeah the movie yeah no no no, no. Uh, sorry what's the the, the, the office. office the office, office. because co- she seems office to office culture in, in what sense like as in far this, as like in, camaraderie in, amongst your yeah that's peers? what I'm talking about yeah I think if you're a straight white person, office culture might be great. As a queer person, I spend a lot of time. I don't even think it's good for them. Because um, <laughs> they just out here getting fucking worse and worse. Straight. Yeah, no, I, I, I think it's very complicated. I have to have mm-hmm. a work personality. Mm-hmm. And if I didn't have to totally. code switch all day, I would be more productive. Because yeah. I think I think I'll oh, go ahead, homie. No, no. To, to her point, like it's very difficult being in that atmosphere because um you do have to kind of like put on a face mm-hmm. in order to fit in with everyone. You know what I mean? Because, you know, you don't want to create a hostile work environment. Nobody needs to know that like, you know, 
I go home and like watch movies and stuff, and I don't really spend any time with anybody. Evil like, Dead you know, Rises. Like, yeah, Evil Dead Rises. <laughs> like nobody needs nobody needs to know that. So, but yeah. like you know, especially when you're working with, like directly with your patients, you know, and, and they want to talk about their day, you have to you have to seem enthused about yeah, that, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, when like a lot of the and, times and you're you, paid to care well because yeah, like, yeah. Cause you're, like, you're not necessarily paid to care like when, when you when you choose this profession you're paid to care no you are you have a nurse, sense yes. of caring like I, I've been a nurse an, eight years sense so like you here's the thing office culture is different than the medical profession yes. yeah 100% I that's why I love yeah. being in in person face to face with my patients that if I were to it, I think the best hybrid work environment for a medical professional is on the days where you are doing administrative tasks. You are answering phones. You are doing um, FMLA paperwork, things like that. Um, You would be at home. Obviously, for an inpatient nurse, that's a little bit harder. But most of us are not inpatient nurses. That's not the majority of the people that are working in medicine. Um, I love being with my patients. I love cancer patients. I love my grumpy old prostate patients. Like, they are the best. Um, But that's like three days out of my week. Why do I need to be in clinic for Mm -hmm. the other two days? Um, But you do get paid to care. Um, But also, like, you you don't become a nurse if you don't like that interaction. I'm extremely introverted. I love working with my patients. If I can never talk to my coworkers again, that would be solid. Just it's not it's not the same. Yeah. There's a difference between somebody who's sick and needs your expertise and needs your empathy and your coworker who asks you what to do with the fucking stapler. These are not the same <laughs> groups of people. Uh, my, my, my stapler is the red stapler. <laughs> yeah. I will say, I will say uh, to to maybe put a pin in this and move forward. Um, one of the things that I have loved seeing come out of this, because uh, I work for a nonprofit in the tech industry, right? And so a lot of tech work is remote work, is in, in office work, can be hybrid work. What I have seen, because I've been to a number of offices of a number of tech companies, whom I will not name, they are stepping the motherfucking pussies up. Okay, when you go into the office, it's like there is a be bakery, there. Uh-huh. there is a coffee shop, Baristas. there is a bar, there right. is a full. You know, like when it comes to like it's lunchtime, there is a full spread of Pussy like do food. I- have to pay for that? No, 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 no. no but going I'm back to go, yeah. But yeah, yeah, no. I'm but going it. back to your point though, the tech incentivizes in a way that I don't feel like other industries. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, no. But I think I agree with what you're saying. Is R. like R.I.P. Austin, Texas. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> no. So, on, on the fuck flip Austin. side, like this is where like no, wait, this we gotta edit that. We can't just drop fuck Austin's <laughs> on the cool. Like, I, I lived in Austin. This is an opinions podcast. That is Katie's opinion. Katie, go cook. Fuck Austin. Go ahead. This is an opinion podcast. No, this is Katie going wild on Austin. Go ahead. The tech industry has destroyed Austin. 100%. Austin is now California. If you love California, please move to Austin. Yeah. It's great. I think it's it, worse in California. If, if you <laughs> care about homeless people and live music and I don't know the fact that there is plenty of redlining on I-35 and you care about the people that work in your bars and shit, um, yeah, te- tech ruined that. 100%. Like, not, none 100%. of my friends are able to afford the place that they were born in. Absolutely. Yeah, a lot of Austin. Absolutely. A lot of Austin born are leaving because of Austin yeah. transplants. That's always my favorite game to play when I go to Austin. It's like, so where are you from? Oh, all Because I know none of you are I'm from here. I'm mean about it. Like, I really am. Well, and, and I, and no, I know no, none you of know you are not funny? even not from here, not from Texas. No, you know what? <laughs> that's the funny part is when I go to Austin now sometimes, it's like I tell them I'm from San Antonio. And they're like, well, how long have you been here? And I'm like, what do you mean? They're like, Texas. I'm like, 
I'm from uh, San Antonio. Yeah, <laughs> I've been here like forever. Like the fuck are you talking about? Because yeah. Uh, yeah, they're not even from here. But Would it be to- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we deal with Texas transplants. I think Austin was a really great place. If you're queer, if you're if you're othered in any way, yeah, Austin in, used in, to be in an 2004. Yeah, hey, but in 2003, San Antonio gang gang. Yeah, <laughs> we out here, fam. Let, let me ask a question, and I don't know if anybody has the answer to this. Why was Austin the target for transplants? Why? Why because, not Houston? Why because not of Dell. Because, well, no, no, no. Yeah. Dell was already there. One. D- Dell was already there. Okay. They they lobbied for it. Mm-hmm. Houston doesn't need tech. Houston has oil, gas, and medical. Yes. Bless. Also, that and central be- Texas area in terms of land, they can they can grow in a way that you can't necessarily do in other places. Yeah, Houston so. already has six million people. Exactly. And then you, also the reason was like because shit was so cheap in Texas to live like cost of living in Texas was super cheap and then when people are like looking at least 15-20 years ago like where do I want to move in Texas from California from New York from all these other places they're like well fuck everywhere else Austin seems to be the only liberal place and Austin was a blue bubble that that wasn't overpopulated yeah no they they bought my grandma's they bought my grandma out of her house for $300,000 oh no the bus thing that they're doing for 1.3 million they're pushing people out of their homes their homesteads yeah. by taxes. They're, yeah. they're pushing people out. So when I say fuck Austin, it's and not now Austin. corporate real estate. Now they're moving, yeah. now they're moving to Pflugerville and shit like that. Yeah, yeah Pflugerville. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but yeah, corporate real estate can die. Um, yeah. I, I, nice offices it, it, does, it does make this weird, interesting thing, and maybe we can end on this point, where it's like now city centers are starting to really struggle because it's like there's not enough workers out there. So there are businesses that thrive previously mm-hmm. in city centers across the United States that are no longer thriving because of the now You could work. make the cities walkable. You could make green spaces. You can, you can do make them more livable for the people to move into. Mm-hmm. Houston is a good example of that. Not a great example, but a good example. You have Memorial Park. You have the Arboretum. There's all of these green spaces that you can bring into the city center. You can bring in live music. You can bring in cultural spaces. You can bring in restaurants. You don't have to have it be high rises with corporate offices. Can I can I ask a question? Is is our no. time? No. Is is our time coming? It seems like a lot of these things Our time? Who? A lot of these things that can be done as far as like improving the way the cities work come from our generation. Yeah. Are we just waiting for these old dudes to die no, off? No, bitch, like, bitch, I'm podcasting. That's yeah. what I'm doing. I'm doing my part. It's like, much more complicated than we're, that. we're putting it out there. Well, I'll say this. This is going to be my like little, like, give me my soapbox moment. Because, so here's the thing, is that like, you still have boomers and then you have like Gen Z, almost. Gen, into, Gen X. Or Gen X, sorry, yes. Into the older boomer generation who are, they not only did they thrive under better economic conditions, better real estate conditions, better stock market conditions, all that shit. They're still holding on in many ways to like the power structures, to all the systems. And they don't really want to necessarily let go because to let go means that they lose profits. And now that like millennials are here, we're stuck in between Gen Z, who's looking at a very dismal future and ourselves who are like, some of us have children. Some of us want to buy a house. Some of us are getting like good jobs, like such as yourself, who who just got this new 
degree and shit like that. But now it's like, no, no, no. But what I'm saying is, it's like, but what's the future look like? Yeah. It's like, it's like, well, shit, like, fuck, I'm a college professor and I don't make great money. Like, right. I don't make. We're not bought I barely into make... the retirement system and no. all of that yeah. the way that Gen X and, and boomers are. I don't yeah. have shit. Like, I mean, like, I and have I no also, stake in this game. Uh, there's also no guarantee that when I retire, Social Security is still going to exist. Oh, exactly. Because they're trying to yeah. dismantle it. Yeah, no, many ways. Well, the boomers are here. The, the amount that we're getting compensated for the work that we do and how expensive everything else is becoming around us. Yeah. Like it's, it's not to go back to the, to, to the writer and actor strike of it all. You know, uh, there was, uh, I forgot who I saw, uh, commenting on, you know, 40 years ago, the CEO of Disney made 30 times more than its lowest paid employee. Now the CEO of Disney makes 400 times more than its lowest paid employee. And can we cap that? Like, I think yeah. 30, 30 times more is. Yeah. And the question okay. is, why? Why is that necessary? Why? Corporate greed, you know? So. Late stage capitalism. Late stage capitalism. Corporate real estate. We sorry, can skip not sorry. The, uh, we can skip the We boobies. can just very quickly say that Greg Abbott is on some fuck shit and is installing some spiked buoys in the Rio Grande to try. Or oh, by Eagle Pass. Shout um, out to Eagle Pass. Shout out to Larissa. Sorry, Eagle Pass. Uh, to try and stop an uh, undocumented migrants from crossing the river because right, not enough sure that people they didn't have water breaks yeah. while working any sort of hard labor job mm-hmm. yeah. so right. you know not like the we gotta hit the, hit the music. ain't stopping us baby yeah. <laughs> ain't stopping you us. know what that's a wild part bro at greg abbott and all these motherfuckers ron DeSantis, i see you can put up whatever legislation they want. We're going to break that shit. We are here. We've been here. And we're going to expose the hypocrisy of it because we we, yeah. we can't see to offer any kind of refugee and any kind of refugee status to people from Colombia. But everyone from Ukraine in a minute got in on a refugee status. And not to say that they shouldn't have, At but all. it's like. But we've always been a refugee country. Why are we not exactly holding, upholding that? So, so, so is this. Are we is going this, deep on this? Is this racism? Like, yes. It, duh. Yeah. Yes. No. 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 <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just no. saying. Like, <laughs> the best bitch red sleeper. Let's go to how much for a gram. Uh, shit we saw on social media we need to talk about. Yeah, or do it, we? Yeah, that's a big question. This is where we get lighter in our in our coverage of Sometimes, things. Sometimes, not always, but I think True. definitely today. Um, let's, let's start with Google. Let's start with Google. Fine. I sent a show of hands so that nobody outs themselves on the pod. How many people in this room own an iPhone? Oh. Okay. Hey, how, yeah, how many people individual. on this, in this room? I'm not, not going to say But you don't own a Pixel. Bubble. Pixel? You, you don't have a Pixel. No, but what, I was going to. What do you have? I have Samsung. Okay, 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 okay. Android gang. And a- Android, Android. Okay. But, but why? You want to get into all Yes, we no, do. No, I absolutely do. Here, I want to know. Here's the thing about Apple. If you... Subscribe to Apple at some point. It, it only works if you do it all. If you, you have, yeah. you have to Y'all join the think Apple different. No, I, I just like all my <laughs> shit working together, man. No, like the same shit, ha- shit. No, the, sh- and the same it works shit. Together. The yeah. same shit happens with Android and Google. Yeah, I'm the sorry. Android and Google have been like linked for a long, long time. So like all my you just Google join stuff, one cult or the other. No, well, I, it's not just that. It's not just that. But Alpha, see, Alphabet or Apple. No, because the thing about <laughs> the thing about Google and Android is that you had opportunities to enter certain like 
apps or processing systems or just a lot of different things that 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 like Apple users just could not have. All I'm hearing is like, hey, I, I see you guys and your cars with square wheels, but let me or with circled wheels. But let, let me tell you why squared wheels. No. Are no, 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 no. It's like y'all have y'all have circle wheels that light up <laughs> and then pay like way more money for it. And we're like, yeah, we just got wheels. And it's like they're just regular fucking wheels. But y'all and like and they're nice wheels. From the moment that I switched from a Windows computer to an Apple computer, I was like, I'm never going back. I mean, fine. Just never going it's, back. Well, but see, but time out. I'm gonna call you out real quick. It's the same thing with Twitter. How dare you? Didn't you didn't like Twitter and you like threads. It's because it's because Apple provides this level of like comfortability yeah. and like simplicity. <laughs> well, shit just under- does what I wanted to do. Well, but see, that's my point though. But <laughs> and, and maybe, maybe I'm going to go out on a fucking limb. I don't even give a fuck. It's the Modelo talking right now. <laughs> I'm out on a limb. Listen, Listen, I, I don't need my phone to fucking call in an airstrike. I, I, you talk, I text, I view social media. Yeah. I don't need to do a lot of but things. At the same, but here's the problem though, is now you got like the most basic motherfucker on earth walking around thinking he's Steve Jobs. <laughs> and then not. And you know what? No, Androids and- never make me feel like I'm in the gang. Uh-huh. I'm just, no, I'm just, I'm just like texting, that, that's and, then fine. I'm, and then I'm against all the Listen. all the Apple users who are like, "Oh, you're not in a cult." It's like, no, I'm just living regular shit. You and your fucking green bubbles. The green yeah, bubble exactly. is, is is the issue. I right. for How? Listen, you, y'all you, have those emoji faces, the cartoon faces yes. and shit. Is that's next level? Rooster, that's the next level shit. I, I don't express emotion well. You know that's what fair. does? Emojis. Emojis. No, you know what's hilarious? Memojis. I will will say this, though. The funniest (laughs) thing, though, about Apple users to me, and I love y'all for this, is they're always like, because they always fuck with Android users. But the thing that I love is when they're like, oh, do y'all even have, like, voice message? It's like, yes, we've had that. (laughs) Like, everything is like, yeah, Yeah. we don't have, like, these super bells and whistles, like, memojis or whatever shit. To Katie's point, there, there comes a point where you are just so invested in the Apple systems that it just doesn't make sense to well, switch. Here's, here's my and question. So, wait, wait, but here's my question. I hear that. Do you ever predict potentially a Google takeover? Because nah. you're on Google Drive. Oh, oh you know, you know because let, I have to be. Let, let, mm. me ask you, let me ask you a question. Let me ask uh, you a question. Who is more likely to be Skynet, Google or Apple? Apple. I don't know what kind it is. Terminator. Oh, okay. When the Terminator. AI takes over. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's Apple. Because they're already I, doing I, that Apple. I, I, I could, I could Actually, see it's it, meta. I could see it being Apple. It's meta. Yeah, Facebook. Meta is, you think uh, so? meta is Skynet. They're going to probably break out first. Yeah. Because they have to make a bigger splash than both and, Apple and And here's and the thing. Google. So here, here, here's the thing. To bring it back to the, the Google, the, what spawned this was the fact that Google recently released a series of ads uh, in which the Google Pixel is like best friends with like the Apple iPhone. But the Apple iPhone is like your best friend that like struggles so much. And Google Pixel is like, oh, friend, here, let me help you. Yeah. Because you're so behind on everything. So they reversed the original Apple yeah, kind of. Yeah, exactly. Ads from and, early 2000s. And I, you know, I have a coworker who has a Google Pixel and every time like we're at like events and we're like taking pictures, he's like, "Let me." Yeah, yes. You your 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 iPhone. Your phone Gross. does not. And I will concede, the Google Pixel has a much better camera, okay? Better resolution. But do you use your ca- is your primary function of your phone your camera? Yeah. Let, 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 
It I'm, for us. Or, I mean, I'm not gonna or is it a secondary yet. function? I, I, you know? I want you guys to guess how many photos I take that are not for uploading a file. You didn't take file. photos at your graduation, so you do not. I, you don't take photos. I didn't know. You don't have yeah. stakes in this game. He also doesn't care about those. Photos. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm not alone. I feel yeah, like I'm like, not alone. I, I feel, feel like, like the normal person doesn't like to take photos, but also now that I'm saying that out loud, I'm probably wrong. <laughs> okay. I, I like taking photos, but the photos are for me. I don't really care about the quality. I like that all my shit well, interacts with each other without us, any issues. Yes, and that's what we were talking about. Well, some of us have to take photos for work also. Have you seen these ads? No. Okay, wait a second. We're oh, gonna good. We're going to re- Yeah, we are, we're going to re-edit uh, because these ads are fucking hysterical. Yeah, so we just watched the uh, the commercials to bring Katie and the homie Chris up to speed and I mean let's just say the satire the writing the comicalness the callback to the old commercials yeah, yeah it's I'm brilliant here for it. it's 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 a brilliant brilliant commercial still not going to buy a google still phone. not going to buy a google <laughs> phone. uh let's move on to the other things that we're not going to do burger king Rooster. It's very fast uh, because it's going to go through you fast. Uh, Burger King, I believe it was in the Philippines, uh, just introduced a new hamburger that is a cheeseburger. It's a cheeseburger. It's literally 20 slices of American cheese in between two buns. How do y'all feel? Wait, with nothing else? Like a, a plain and dry? Just it's a burger of cheese. Okay. It's disgusting. I'm, I'm going to ask, first and foremost, how much is it? Uh, that's that a good question. Chips. It is because I have been absolutely poor and broke out of my mind. Where all, cheese and bread? Where all I had was cheese and bread, and I made myself cool, a sick grilled cheese. Would Burger King somehow be less? Is it's that kind of like an extreme. I, I, I kind of see what you're saying. It's an almost an extreme. Pobre, uh, pobre food. No, pobre food, but also, um, but also almost extreme grilled spam? cheese. Almost extreme yeah. grilled cheese. But I, 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 I don't feel like I, would, I, I, I oh, don't feel like I would pay for this. I, I definitely no. wouldn't pay for this. This no. is like a last resort. I'm lactose intolerant, and even though it's American cheese, and I'm sure there's no cheese in it, I still would no. Hard no, pass. thank you. Apparently, it's not too bad in the Philippines. But you know what? I can't go to Burger King without getting a fucking chicken sandwich. Dude. Goddamn right. <sighs> What, mm. Little surge action, like I don't even know what's going on right now. I'm just feeling it. I just uh, I go to Burger King for the croissants. <laughs> yeah, the, the croissants <laughs> with yes. sausage and egg. My uh, my boss. I do think I've mentioned this on the on the pod before. My boss is French, and uh, I definitely shared with him the uh, the uh, the joke where it's like you know like pronunciation be a thing. Like some people pronounce pronounce croissants croissants, and other people pronounce it. <laughs> Yeah, they're called. And he the was French. like, "Yeah, the, the second one is right." Can, can I ask you a question? Should like, like, like a question that only you would know the answer to? Maybe. <laughs> so, I say Laredo. Uh huh. I'm from Laredo. Yeah, my family they're all Hispanic. <laughs> I've never said Laredo. Uh huh. I, I I don't say Laredo. Uh huh. But I feel like here in San Antonio, everyone says Laredo. But do you say Nuevo Laredo, or do you say Nuevo Laredo? I say Nuevo Laredo. I do. There it is. But you know what? You know what's funny though is at the same time, I understand Nuevo Laredo, uh-huh. 
I, I agree with him though on Laredo. It's, it's Laredo. just Laredo. It's, it's Laredo. just Laredo. I love but that is this it is the San same Antonio the- or is it San Antonio? It's San Antonio. It's San- and it sucks. Like when I go to other places and I'm like, oh, I'm from San Antonio. So here, like, here's the deal. But, but you say San Antonio. I say San Antonio. Yeah. But I always get people who are like, they either think it's a different city or they're like, I like how you said that. And I'm like, yeah, because that's, <laughs> that's how, how you, you say, say it. <laughs> so I'll say San Antonio if I'm going to say it in my Spanish accent. It's just San Antonio. That's who, yeah. That that that's what I'll say. I think it depends on what language you're you're conversing with someone in. Okay, Katie, is it Houston or is it Houston? Fuck anyone that says Houston. <laughs> it's never been Houston. But but I love that GPS. York, whenever Houston. you're here in San Antonio, says Houston Street, but it says Houston, correct? But I I equate this to um, Creole French and French French. Uh-huh. Like if you are conversing, like I have a friend that speaks. French. He is from Louisiana, but he speaks cruel French, but he also speaks proper French. Mm. If he is speaking with somebody who is from France, he will use different words because he is speaking in proper French. Mm. If we are speaking in Creole French, which all of us speak to some level, it's it's a regional dialect. Mm. Shout out to the Cajuns and Creoles, man. Mm. I you know, job. And I'm going to say something here and forgive my ignorance. This is controversial. I don't think it's controversial, but like um, there, there was a there was a woman that uh, I went to school with, and she's from Africa, and she speaks a lot of French. I mm. didn't know that that was a native language mm. over there. I not the native language. It is a colonial yeah, language. Yeah, colonial Colonialism, language. Okay, yeah, cool. yeah, they got yeah, so around. So it's a colonial language. And the Belgians, um, who also kind of speak that vague French. Yeah, no. But like, uh, it's Belgian. It's like, <laughs> no, nah, it sounds very French to me, but go ahead. Get your shit off. Yeah, no, it was just it was just interesting. I, like, you know, I, it's something I learned, so... People uh-huh. think that English is the uh, primary, like the only colonial force, uh, just in general. But no, the the, the French. Shit, the yeah. Portuguese the French, all got fucking Brazil. I want to ask people in California: Is is do, does anybody in California call it Los Angeles? No. You know what? Fuck esquites. So. It's elote. <laughs> Straight up. It's elote. Well, no, 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 don't fucking sit there and tell me that like, oh, this is a traditional Mexican yeah, dish. It's, it's an esquite. It's like this is a fucking elote, bro. Yeah, get out my face with that. <laughs> Like, yeah, my favorite that shit. Well, but like Fuck Amarillo, the Dodgers. Uh, yeah, Amarillo exactly. is the thing. Amarillo. Yeah, but yeah. Amarillo. By Speaking morning. of get the fuck out of my face, girl dinner. Brewster, so, I have no idea what no, this yeah, is. No, yeah, I'm very I curious. Have zero idea what this is. Please, you being here, Katie, very curious. So this is trending on TikTok and Instagram now. I want to iterate. I'm gay. Does this apply to gay people? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So the so what's been trending is this idea of of what's called girl dinner. You can hashtag it. You can find it. Girl dinner is essentially this thing where women are being like, you know what sucks honestly is he- hefty meals. Like it to be more content, to be more happy. It would be more like grazed throughout the day. And they've been showing these like platters that aren't too far from charcuterie. That's but what I was gonna say. That's what you sent me. I'm like, so yeah. it's just. Meats, cheeses, and crackers all day? But it's like, hey, this is girl dinner. Where, Well, but see, the funny thing is, is because I think there's a socioeconomic level to it. Because I've also seen, like, other girl dinners. It's like a fucking Smuckers. What are those, like, <laughs> do you know what I mean? Those little, t- like, PBJ. Uncrustables. Uh-huh. Uncrustables. Yeah. Don't pay like, for those. They, they sell a thing on Amazon where you can make your own. Yeah. Like, it is literally the mold. So it'll be like, a, you can, make you can get a bag of, like, 20 for three bucks. So, so, so the, the whole concept behind girl dinner <laughs> is that women would rather eat, 
not a, a complete meal with like a a, a main course uh-huh. side, this third uh-huh. and the third, but more just like something more light that's just gonna get you to the next day, okay. and then you could like chill and do other things with. Like, why the fuck are we making it? Why are men and the patriarchy making it a fucking thing? I I don't uh no um <laughs> like one corn dog would be like girl dinner. That's no. Actually, that's just no. me in college. I, I feel like this is a little sexist because yeah, I, I don't necessarily just think this is sexist. I think like grazing is a thing. I yeah. I am a it, it, you oh, you it, thing for no. Me. You can ask any like no, no, bodybuilder. No, no, no. Like it. that's what bodybuilders do. No, they no, don't no. have meals. Yeah, they have it's small... also what I tell my patients. So like yeah. cancer patients have a lot of trouble eating. We tell them eat Graze. small frequent Graze. meals. Yeah. Um. I I think. I actually Some think people are saying it's healthier, yeah, the, for sure. The difference between Some male people and female, being dietitianaries. Right. Like, I have a whole dietitian that does this. Um, but anyways, like... I made up a word, sorry. Can, can I make a barbecue analogy so that you can understand how this no. works? I told, I I do understand how okay. this works. So check I, know, this out. Right? I just didn't know girl dinner was a, <laughs> a, 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 the, the term for it Well, because that's part of it, though, no. and I want to hear him cook for a second. Go, Go ahead. I, I want you to understand this. So... You understand that if you're starting a fire, right, and the fire is starting to die down. So, so I want you to think about your, like, metabolism is like, you know, the burning fire that runs your engine, like, your entire mm-hmm. body or whatever. Mm-hmm. Ask him how many YouTube podcasts he listens to about <laughs> He's like, He's like, yeah, I just I graduated as a... Yeah, no, Chibi Bar... I'm telling Chibi this because we share this. We I share barbecue. this. We share this. We're, we're barbecue people. I understand. People. And barbecue you just add, barbecue. Like, you can't you, take that away you, from you, me. And I get it. You just... You just Add a log. Yeah, you add a two. single log. But if you take six logs and you put it on there, you, you snuff the fire. Ball. Yeah, I you get it. You snuff the fire. And maybe the fire will burn eventually, but it's a slow burn. Mm-hmm. And it will take a long time yeah, for that yeah, fire yeah. to become that burn. Yeah. So if you add a little bit of kindling, a little bit of fire every now and then, you keep that fire at a constant pace to where it's doing the work yeah, that you need to I do. I get it. Again, like I, this is not the first time that I've heard the it. concept. No, no, no. Chibi <laughs> gets it. Okay, thanks, okay, to you. Okay. Okay. thanks to you. Well, then let's shift gears. <laughs> let's yeah, shift I, not the first time I I've heard this concept. I don't think this is a a girl thing I think this is a people who understand how food works they okay okay this is a barbecue well, let's, thing let, let's shift <laughs> it is a barbecue <laughs> thing now let's shift gears though because the point is is like the counterpoint to this would be like what man dinner is uh-huh. you know quote unquote yeah so it's this idea of like as a guy we'll just make a steak dinner for ourselves so, this, this feels and that women would never do that no 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 I agree I'm just saying this is what the whole this when is hashtag girl, concept okay, when, is when I hear what you're talking about I think oh say so we mean protein heavy protein heavy dinner like whole meal heavy. Whole meal no, heavy. No. You, you specifically, when you used your example, you said steak. And yes, when I eat with men, goddamn, do you need to have so much protein so in you one meal? With girl steak. <laughs> All day, baby. Yeah, like, so I, you're saying you agree with girl dinner? I don't agree with girl dinner. I agree. Like, man, I don't, I don't agree with, I don't Cajun, agree with girl I would like to be able to continue to uh, participate in my also, family. Can, can I get some context to where girl dinner came yeah, from? This where, was where the, is girl it, dinner? No, this I, feel like, I feel like IG white shit. blonde this women this, came up with this. I, 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 you're not, you're not, you're <laughs> not wrong. It's the same thing with them being like clean girl aesthetic and just stealing. Yeah. I don't I don't like the words girl dinner because I don't feel like this is specific to a gender. Like I think that this is just like. This is a social media craze. This is a lifestyle that a lot of people. People lead yeah. as far as like yeah, it's not like I type this lighter. in like yo you know what I've been noticing <laughs> like no this is this the didn't internet come talking. from racer this was the internet because talking the gram. I, I've gone them fast before like I, I've but been, no no I've no but I'm saying this yes 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 but we're not saying like you're choosing to go on a fast the point of girl dinner is that women would prefer to eat like this 
all the time. What I'm saying, like, wait, 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 wait. why maybe, is it women? Because maybe, maybe it's patriarchy. I let, I'm just, I'm, I'm spitballing. So, and, and that's the conversation. Here's my issue with terming it girl dinner. It's people that have a basic understanding of nutrition. I, I come from Cajun culture. Like, if I was ever be like, you know what, I don't want meat y'all with cook this meal. Everything. Yeah, yo, we will cook roadkill. We will do you, it. No, y'all cook um, fucking like cabbage. So <laughs> I, I think this is actually more regional and cultural than it is like a female trait. So but it's like, not a it, southern thing. Oh, oh, it is a southern thing for sure. No, no, I'm saying you're saying girl dinner is more girl like dinner is if not you're living southern. in Manhattan. Yeah, yeah, I, and the oh, coast. I, so I here's 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 the point on this. Well, because so. you can here's, cook it heavy. You're yeah. a heavy cook, and right. that, that's the whole again. And, and, but I this think is that's, not my concept. <laughs> yeah. This is what the this is what women of the internet, mostly I white think, women, like I think white saying. women from the northeast came up with this. Yes. Yes. with this. And idea. the point is, is they're saying that like men in patriarchal terms have to make a, a yeah have to make food and dining and see a larger and experience again, I think this is than it generally needs to be and I agree with Katie that it's like but when you talk about food in terms of nutrition that grazing is probably always going to be the best option yeah and again I think this is to Katie's point this is a this is a 28 year old white woman thing because and a very specific type of white, not a yeah. southern white woman no, no, a no, no, southern no, no. white woman no. did not come up with because, this because you know them, I cook I cook heavy I, I, I cook heavy because I I come from a Mexican household no, where I know how to cook for one or 20 and nothing in between I don't know how to cook for one I only know how to cook for 20 yeah exactly so like I, 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 I also I don't know how to cook for one <laughs> no same or 20 to be clear I live alone. This motherfucker somebody, cooks briskets on like a Tuesday. I don't know how to cook for a single like, person. Hey man, I got like 90 yeah. pounds I of just this don't shit. want to entertain the ideas of Northeastern white women. I, yeah. I just don't. Totally fair. Yeah, and unfortunately. And I don't like, want to assign it to my gender who knows how to cook. Totally like, fair. Nah. That's what they were. That's what I'm just saying. That's what the internet's saying. I that's would what like the to see said, that lunch be a heavier meal than dinner, but I don't think that is a sign to my gender. I think that yeah. is just a good nutritional and, habit. And, you know, like, we we typically here do, uh, in this household, we we have a heavy lunch. Yeah. And we have a... Uh, and that's I, why both I these motherfuckers a, are skinny I as fuck. I have a very light breakfast. I do breakfast bars, and that's it. You know, like, that's all I'm doing for breakfast. And then for dinner, maybe I'm going to have some chips. You know, like, but lunch you, is like the main meal. Like the problem is that right after lunch, we always want to take a nap. <laughs> do y'all feel like y'all eat for the sake of eating like say absolutely usually yeah because usually. like you know the, the, unless the, there's the, the breakfast lunch and dinner right uh, you know sometimes if i just eat a i'm not saying a heavy lunch but like if i eat a good lunch i don't need a dinner i don't and, need and, a dinner and i, I find if i eat dinner. if i eat a solid breakfast in the morning it slows me down also i work medical so i started like 4 30 in the morning yeah ain't no so need. i can't about really, when you peak yeah i also think that like there we we've lost at least in general, in overarching American society, society, I don't want to say in like regional, but like I enjoy the concept of dinner. Like I enjoy sitting around the table with my family and fucking mm. talk for an hour and a half. Hot take from Katie off the fucking bench. Uh-huh. Three point shot. So bring here, back so, dinner. So to to answer your Gather question, around. Uh, fully. Actually, um, no, I think I'm with you. Yeah. Yes. Hold on, but I do want to bring up a point, and this is something we talked about at the Filipino restaurant. Where, <laughs> sorry, sorry, you're medical club. professionals. Going back to where so we started. We're, ta- we're talking about medical professionals and how, like, you know, we're working like six something hours until we get like a thirty minute break, and that's all we get. And so, like, her, like, her and I go to lunch, minutes, and we eat, and we're eating for all of. So we wait for about like you know thirty minutes while they make the food. We eat for all of five. 
Yeah. Yeah, because we're yeah, both yeah. nurses. Because and it, like it's we real pile quick. It in. Yeah. It, it's really quick. I worked in retail for 10 plus years, so I knew my 30 minute lunch break was 10 minutes to walk to the food court, 10 minutes to walk back, 10 minutes to eat, and back on the Shit, floor. You had a food court. And I'm I had to drive. untrain myself <laughs> out of that. Like, no, I'm, absolutely. I it's, think that's a good it's point. not good for you. Scar- no, scarfing it down, like, not good. If I'm eating with another person, I would like to enjoy that meal, not just scarf it down as fast as I humanly We're can. We're never inviting Baby Rooster back. Like, he has to pee. Like seventeen <laughs> know, times. Like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so, Rooster and I have been sitting here the whole time. Like what? I really do. Oh, I don't know what the issue is. But... <laughs> oh, we're almost done. Yeah, let's get out of here. I think we've said it. Right, we've, we've, we've yeah, set we don't have points. to go into the DMs. Uh, no, we got to go into the oh, DMs. Oh, we do. Just to clarify. Just to clarify. Rewind and pause. <laughs> part two. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. Rewind and pause, part two. So, um, after, Estrada. after last week's conversation, J.R. Estrada, who is pursuing a bilingual education master's degree, had to come into our uh, DMs to just set the record straight. And I, I, <clears throat> and, and I want to, for the first time in my life, because we're not experts. <laughs> the record. Yeah. <laughs> uh, JR said, you know, we were talking about uh, the the Latine versus Latinx of it all. And he, he said, I understand how Latin, Latine and Latinx can be called grammatically incorrect, but linguistically, because I think I was the one that said linguistically it's correct. Yeah, you were so, holding that over everyone's head. My bad. It was the tequila talking. But linguistically, it is not an assessment that can be made because linguistics doesn't have rules for language the way grammar does. It just describes how language works and evolves. I offer this, says J.R. Estrada. The linguistic problem with these Latino labels in Connecticut is the semantics, by which I mean that me- that meaning doesn't tend to be prescribed across the history of languages. Meaning gets linked to words in a more organic manner, and that takes generations. Maybe they'll catch on when older generations leave the more coil but that's it that's my bilingual education master's program doing some work and to that we say fucking a yeah yeah it was like uh i'm reading this uh, uh book called the 90s by chuck closerman and he was talking about a similar thing with the with specifically the term queer and how for a long time queer was just negative pejorative mm-hmm. thing but in the specifically in the 90s it was being um, brought back, redistributed as like you know, queer literature, queer film, queer mm-hmm. this, queer theory, and 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 that I completely agree with Jr. That as language, linguistics, meaning gets applied to uh, a specific word, phrase, whatever the fuck it may be. Um, it grows and evolves, and yeah. we're always for that. And on that subject of the term queer, mm. uh, now we're entering this era in where que- using the term queer is actually an erasure of trans people. Yeah. Because not all trans people are queer. There's a lot of straight trans people out in this world. And so uh, I would we're encourage people. We're constantly redefining ourselves. Yeah. I think uh, defining queer as coming with the 90s also completely doesn't acknowledge ACT UP. And all of the things in the AIDS movement that brought queer back in. Mm-hmm. Like, no, no, yeah, mm-hmm. it, yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm shorthanding like a, a lot, lot, a lot of history. A lot. Sure. I would no, no, just, no, yeah, yeah. I would just encourage like, folks. Let's, yeah, let's no, I appreciate all, it. Let's yeah. all remember that, like, act up that entire Completely. movement around the yeah. AIDS and and HIV epidemic. Um, actually changed language, and mm-hmm. I, like, yeah. I get mad at straight people that use the term partner. It's a coded term. 
And if you say partner, I automatically am like, ah, oh, another queer person. And when straight people use it, I get I get mad. That's mm-hmm. that's the one good tie on. And linguistically, I would just encourage people to if you want to talk about the LGBTQ plus uh community to use the terms queer and trans. Yes. Versus just queer. Yeah. So that's all. Learning moment. Moving on. Let's get the fuck out of here, y'all. This we still <laughs> got more beer to drink and not a whole lot of Don Cosme. Hey. Uh, we are doing karaoke tonight. <laughs> It will not be broadcast on this podcast, but it's happening. Allegedly. <laughs> uh, so anything uh, that you're looking forward to that's coming up that you'd like to share, anyone on the pod? More Don Cosme. More Don Cosme, of which we have none. Yeah. It's gone, gone? Well, no, there's, there's like, oh, there's there's like four shots in there. There's four yeah. shots. My, you know, my, my, my other best friend, Hassel, is on her way to the house and yeah. will be joining us for karaoke. We will be doing karaoke tonight. They're having a party already. It sounds what like that screaming. Yeah, yeah it, the party it, is happening. Oh, we are they're the probably playing Dead by Daylight. Your yeah. wife is playing Dead by Daylight. We're, they're partying, and we we're might not like actually make it out of this house because we may yeah. just play Dead by Daylight all night long. Uh, we can karaoke here. That that too. We might not make it out of this house because we can karaoke. Uh, um, anything y'all like to share? Anything coming up? Not not that I can think of. Well, wait, we are very do you have a break? Wait, wait, wait. Do you have a oh. break between like school and so like you I starting? Gr- I graduated yesterday. My RM program started this past Monday. Oh. So, uh, so another yeah, year of Monday. no sleep. <laughs> another year of no sleep. So, you know, don't look, don't stop the hustle. Life's hard. Mm-hmm. Just get out there and do the thing that you need to do. You're not supposed to like it. It's supposed to be rough. You're supposed to learn from it. Become the better person. Uh, Take breaks. Take breaks or you will get burnt out. Take breaks. Definitely take breaks. Find something you love and do it. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to the Barbie movie. Me too. Yeah. Oppenheimer. So excited. And I'm Oppenheimer. Doing both. Both. I'm doing no, both. both. For sure. So so what's the Oppenheimer? Like you watch Oppenheimer. Barbenheimer. Someone, someone uh, shout out to the homie Michelle, said what you should probably do is Oppenheimer first. Yes. It's probably a downer. It's, yes. Very heavy. Nuclear and then holocaust. Go fucking Barbie. Watch I am Bob. subscribing to that that viewpoint. I'm yeah. so here for it. Yeah. But uh, shout but, out to Greta Gerwig, the director of Barbie. Shout and, out to uh, Margot Robbie for like just being like, I'm gonna be Barbie for the next fucking year. Like just yeah. from a fashion standpoint, can we all just praise her for like I'm gonna go through the entire era of Barbie? She's like, Australian, but we co-opted her. Best. Yeah. yeah. Heard movies. So we're all looking forward to summer movies. Actually, it's summertime, man. We got. I mean, this, this we're going is, to the lake next weekend. That's right. This is a great fucking point. It's like we're near the end of July. We have August left, and then comes fall and winter. Yes. Uh, not if you're in Texas. Not if you're in Texas. Because <laughs> then spooky comes season, baby. But that's what I was getting yeah, to. Yeah, that's where we're going next to. Next is spooky season. As soon as Pride Month was over, Rooster said it's spooky season. Agreed. Fuck all of y'all. 100% agreed. <laughs> Fuck all of you. So well, we appreciate all the listeners. We appreciate the homie Chris and Katie coming through on the pod. Hey. Thank you. Huh? Yeah. Uh, if people want to, do y'all have a social media presence Hell that you no. want to promote? No. Hell no. Uh, no. No. Yeah. All right. They're just here to hang. And if we you, appreciate that. I challenge you to find me. <laughs> I tag you in everything. <laughs> Rooster, if people want to find you, where can they find you? Uh, R-O-O-S-T-M-T-Z. Yeah. Well, Chibi, where can they find you? Uh, Gemini is G-E-M-I-N-E-Y-E-S. This is episode 22. I don't know how much longer we're going to keep this going, but next week we will be coming to you live from... 
from a lake, lake in uh, Texas with a whole bunch of guests. Uh, it's going to be chaos. It's going to be madness. I brought, I bought a giant bottle of tequila for next week. Nice. It's going to be great. Let's go do some karaoke, shall we? Yeah. All right. Y'all Bye. be good.